Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Unfiltered Faith, another episode. It's Emily, and I am bringing to you another devotion for the month of January. So, still talking about image of God, and I'm so excited. This is truly just a really good message throughout all of these devotions that we're doing, and I hope that you are able to take something away from it. Um, so today, we are going to be reading Colossians 3, verses 1 through 17, and I'm just going to start with prayer. Father in heaven, I thank you for each and every person that is listening. I really, really do pray that you would open up all of our hearts, Father. Open up mine, Father, as I'm reading this scripture. Open up theirs, Father, as they're listening. And I pray that your words would just flow from my mouth, Father, and that it would just be led by you and your Holy Spirit. Send words down upon us, Father. Help us to grow and learn from your word. And make us strong, Father, in these times of trials and struggles. And help us to just rely on you fully and completely and know what you say about us in the image of God. In your great name, amen. Okay, so um, let's just get right to it. So again, Colossians 3, verses 1 through 17. Open up your Bibles if you have them. Otherwise, I'm just going to start reading it. So it says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in the in these ways, in the life you once lived, but now you must... Also rid yourself of all things such as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. That the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs of the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. In whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Okay, so there's a lot in there. Um, But the biggest thing I notice is just that this word is very it's very inspiring. It's very uplifting. It's very like, it's like the gospel. It's like you were saved and you are being changed. And so leave behind those things that are corrupting your life and go and follow the light that is God and go and change your life and walk and just praise in humility because of the great things God has done. So that's what I see. And when I read this, it's just like, it's a, very peaceful passage. Um, And so I'm just going to go through it. Let's talk about what this means. So 
Starting in verse 1, since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Um, This is so important. It says, one, you've been raised with Christ. Christ died and he was dead, but he rose on the third, third day. So he came back to life and he was raised from death to life. He spent three days in the pit and he came back. Um. And he ascended to heaven. And so it's like, when I hear the word raised, I think of our bodies. We are destined for hell. We are destined for death because of our sins that's corrupted us. But because of his sacrifice, he can literally raise us to life. And so that hell, that eternal death is not our destination when we die, but it's heaven. And so we are raised with Christ. And so it says, therefore, set your hearts on those things above, because before before you come to know Christ, your heart is not on him. Your heart is on the things of this world. It's on the things that you want and the desires of your heart. But once you encounter him, you fix your eyes on the things above, heavenly things. And this gets into it some more, but that is just an amazing concept. Um, So verse two says, set your minds on the things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. So that just makes you think like, all of these things that think of all the things that you followed in your life, whether you're a believer or not, um, all of the things that you follow or followed in your life, the people that inspired you, the people that you hung out with, the influences that you had on your life, think about your dreams, your passions, all of that. And those were all earthly things if they were not set by the will of God. If you did not know Christ yet, the then there's a very good chance that those were all, well, they all were earthly things. But once we encounter Christ and meet him, and once he starts to take our heart and transform it, he will create those earthly things, and he will change it to set your eyes on those heavenly things, those things above. Because when he comes and changes your life around, you're no longer a being that is invested in these earthly things, because you're no longer set as home on this earth. Like the earth is no longer your home. Hell is no longer your destination, but heaven is now your eternal destination. And therefore you are no longer a part of this world, but you are a part of heaven and the things to come. And so why would we remain walking in our old ways? Why would we, why would we remain on our same path? Why would we continue to focus and devote our time to those things that we we're walking in that led to death, those things that were earthly things that we know were sins, and it's what the earth does, it's what, it's what humans do, but God came in our life, and he changed things around, and so therefore, we should be looking towards heaven, we should be looking to what pleases our God, because this is no longer our destination, this is no longer our home, it's heaven, um, so yeah, that those two verses, like those are so important and they're daily reminders that we need. Like, what am I truly focusing on in my everyday life? What am I spending my time looking at? What am I spending my time reading? All of that. And it's like, like that's that's a conviction for me, you know? It's like, how much time do I spend on my phone than I spend in the word of God? How much time do I spend watching TV, Netflix, you know? when I should be reading my Bible, doing Bible studies, 
having good conversations with people, being a light. Like, we're wasting so much time on these things that have no impact on heaven. Like, the Bible says, store up your treasures. Don't store up your treasures here on earth. Store them up for heaven, eternal treasures. Because all of this stuff is going to fade away. Everything's going to come to ruin and crumble, right? Everything will be cast into hell. But it's like, why then are we devoting all of our time to those things that we're not even going to have in heaven? So that's just a challenge for you. Um, I know that I struggle with that a lot. I have very heavy convictions on those. And this passage really just, it's a good reminder. It's something that we should be drawing on reading over because moving on, it says in verse 3, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. And verse 4, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. So again, it's just not, why would we be spending all of our time on these things that are going to pass away and have no benefit to ourselves, our spirit, or the people around us when we could be spending our times preparing and sharing the word for eternal heaven in the things that really do matter. Because this life on earth is so small, so little compared to the years, the eternity that is to come. Um, verse 5. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. As I was reading those, you might have felt a pang of conviction. You might have felt like, guilty or shame um and I want to just like talk about that a little bit is that God's can when God convicts you he doesn't want you to dwell in that guilt and the shame I know I talked about it in a previous episode but it's like you are forgiven of those things um and you're set free now we can't take advantage of that in the sense of if you are, if you're walking in one of these things, or maybe it's something else, but um, there's just this general list here that is given. And it's like, if you're walking in those things, God's going to convict your heart and you're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel shame. And maybe you repent, but then after you repent and you're like, okay, I'm good to go. And the very next day you do the exact same thing. It's just going to be a constant cycle. And if you don't truly give it to God, if you don't truly stop doing those things, then your convictions might start to fade. And when they start to fade, that is a bad thing because then it becomes idolatry. Like, like it says, because you cannot have two masters. The Bible says you cannot serve God in this world. You can't have two masters. And so when God sends you those convictions, he's saying, no, this is getting in the way of my relationship with you. This is getting in the way of the plans I have for you, the will, and it's hurting you. He knows better than we ever will. He knows what's going to hurt us. He knows what is ruining our hearts. And so he sends us those convictions. It tells us that those are wrong, that we shouldn't be doing it. But when we ignore that, we are letting those things be an idol to us because we're choosing that over God. And that is an issue. And so if you are feeling any convictions from those, pray about it, think about it, talk to God and say, God, I need your help because those things, those are a sin, and those sins are very hard to walk away from. They're very hard to just drop. It's going to be a challenge, but there's nothing that God can't do, and so give it to God to pray about it. 
and ask for help, ask for liberation, ask for freedom, ask that he would remove those chains and that he would make you blameless and that he would just remove that guilt and the shame. Um, All right, so, and then it goes on, it gives us another list. It says, also rid yourself of all anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Um, The heart, from what's in the heart is what is poured out through the mouth. So the words you say, the way that you speak is all, it all comes from the heart. And it it's a huge revealer to what's going on inside. And so when Christ is the king of our heart, then he's going to be the king of our mouths as well. And so think about that. Think about the words that you've been saying. And like, just let that be a challenge. Like change, change the way that you've been speaking around people change the way that maybe you've had some negative words and maybe you've had some positive but let your mouth be a light for God like shine his light to others through the words that you say um okay so moving on I love like verse 10 and 11 it says you have put on the new self which is being renewed in the knowledge of the image of our creator so our topic for this month is image of God. And like I said in previous episodes, um, we were created in the image of God. And I love this. It says, I'll say it again, sorry. Um, you put on your new self, right? Because we had, we were walking in death. Before we encountered Christ, we were walking in death, death, walking in our sins. But he literally transformed us. He gave us a new self, and a new identity. And he is constantly renewing that in the knowledge of the image of its creator. So basically, um, as God designed us, as he designed us to be in his image in the beginning, then sin came, right? And it took a toll on us. We fell. We um, became governed by our sin. But once we encounter Christ, right, he takes that off. He says, no, you're a new creature. You're a new creation. And He's going to continue to work out that sin in your life. He's going to continue to renew you. He's going to do that by revealing himself to you through his knowledge, through his wisdom. And by that renewal, you will be transformed to be the image of God that he intended you to be. So that's just a really cool thing. And it says, like, there is no Gentile, there is no Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised. So it's like, it doesn't matter your past, it doesn't matter what race, what religion you were. No, that doesn't matter because it is through Christ, but Christ is all and Christ is in all. And so when we leave behind our old sins, we are truly leaving them behind and we are a new creation and you're no longer chained to those because Christ is all. And so we are all his church. So don't feel don't feel like you're less than, don't feel like you um, won't ever fit in because of the things you've done, because that's not true, because God truly sanctified you, he truly cleansed you from those things, and he's given you a new creation, and said, you are my church, you are my child, and you are one, Um, and verse 12 is a little bit more, I love this piece, it's like, speaking this over your life, therefore, as God's chosen people, you are holy, 
You are dearly loved, so you clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, and bear with one another, forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. So, like, he's talking about you. If you're listening to this, he is talking about you. You are God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. And because of that, because he's loved you so much, because he's forgiven you of everything, clothe yourselves with compassion. Clothe yourselves with the things that he's shown you. He is kind to us, so be kind to others. He has shown you humility, so be humble, gentle, patient, all of those things. And um, again, like I said in previous episodes, it talks about the forgiveness. It says, um, bear with one another and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these things, and over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So love is the ultimate thing here. It's the overarching theme, as I like to think of it. It's like, without the love, you can't have the kindness. Without the love, you can't have the humility. Without it, you can't forgive. You have to love in order to forgive and in order to be the image of God that he created you to be. And so that's a challenge. That is an everyday challenge. I struggle with that so much. I don't know a single person who doesn't. Well, I mean, they might look like they have their life together, but truly love is a supernatural thing and love is so hard to do. Um you're going to you're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to not show kindness to your parents one day, to your friends, you know? You're not going to always be perfect because no one is perfect. And so you can't hold yourself to that standard, but it is something that we definitely should be working towards. We should definitely be making it active in our lives and saying, even if I know that I can't be perfect, even if I know I'm going to stumble, I'm still going to try. I'm still going to make that my goal because, because the Lord forgave me. And if he can forgive me after everything, then I'm going to work so hard so that I can live for him and be an image of him and show that to people. Um, and verse 15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you are called to peace and be thankful. Again, that's just, that's a really, just peaceful. <laughs> um, it's just a really good message to repeat to yourselves. Um, and verse 16 talks about the message of of Christ dwelling among us richly. I love that word. It's like, let his message be so rich. Like, let it be the most desirable thing in your life. It's like, I want Christ to be in every conversation. I want Christ to be on my mind 24-7. I want my conversations about him to be so filled with just riches. Like, it's not dry talk. It's not stale. No, it's like, it's good soil. It's good. And it, it just feels uplifting. His spirit is breathing. Like, we should make Christ someone that we love to talk about. Like, we shouldn't be hiding him. We shouldn't be nervous. I mean, nerves is, nerves happen, but we shouldn't be holding him so close inside that we don't let that show to others because if we're not showing him to others, then we're not doing what he asked us to do, just to walk like him, you know, and show his light to all those. You're the salt of the earth. Um, and... It says a little later, like, to sing hymns and songs, singing to the God with gratitude in your hearts. Like, we should be in constant praise of him. 
and verse 17, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it on the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the God, the Father through him. That is another challenge. <laughs> um, it says whatever you do, whether in word or deed. So whether whether you're speaking, whether you're doing an action, let it all be in the name of the Lord Jesus. So that means everything that we do in this life, we should be devoting to him. Every conversation we have, every action we do, everything should be for his glory and for him. And so that's a, another good challenge to ask yourself. Like if you are thinking and you're about to do something, you're like, would God be pleased with this? Would God be pleased with me if I do this? If I say this? Like that is a very good challenge to think about, to have that be a thought that you think before you do something that you're on the line about. If your friends are pressuring you to do something, if you're not comfortable with something, say, would God want me to do this? Because, I mean, His he is perfect and holy. And if he's not approving, well, then we probably shouldn't be doing it. So, yeah, that's just, this passage has a lot in it. And it jumps from fixing your eyes. It jumps to some convictions and then to how should, how we should walk, how we should turn our whole lives around from those things that we're walking in and how we should become new in his spirit in likeness of him. And so this is just a challenge passage, I guess. Like there's so much in here that we can take away and dwell on for days, truly months. But it's like, man, God was so good to us. And so we should be trying to be as good as we can to others no matter our differences, Jew or Gentile, no, because they can be one through Christ. And so just keep growing the church, keep growing them, speak, talk, walk like Jesus. I think that's super important because we can't be perfect ourselves. And so we need to show the one who was perfect, the one, the only one who is perfect, which is Jesus. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, that was our devotion for today. I hope you enjoyed and got something out of it. Um, I do want to say, please go over to at Prairie FCA on Instagram. Send us any questions you have. If you need prayer, if you are struggling with something, if you have questions about a Bible verse, questions about anything, like if you want to send in a what does God say about blank, please do. Um, just send us a DM. And if you are a member of Prairie FCA at the school and you are feeling like you want to give a devotion, please step up. Please also DM us because um, with the change of semester, we need some new leaders. So please step up if you feel that on your heart to share God's word and give devotions. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. We're going to have another podcast posted here soon over predestination versus free will that is a very deep top deep talk i cannot speak anyways a very deep topic it's gonna be so good um there's a lot in there so please be praying prepare your heart for that and yeah until next week so thank you all bye